The audio you're about to hear was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm. Hello and welcome to my hospitality podcast. My name is Mike Thorpe. I am the co-founder and managing director of Capstone Hospitality, a company whose mission is to help local independent restaurants succeed in the tough environment that is this industry. Um, what this podcast is going to be, it's going to be specific topics um, regarding managing and owning restaurants, um, topics where we discuss specifics on how to help, how to succeed, how to get over some of the hurdles, as well as some interviews where we interview whether it's restaurant professionals, um, entrepreneurs, or um, current managers, um, current brewers, you name it. We're going to find all different types of interviews. Um, but what I'm going to do with this type of episode right now, um, I'll basically call it, uh, you know, <laughs> coffee and my commute. Um, because I do have quite the commute. I do drive a lot and I do find that to be a great opportunity to share some thoughts and introduce some topics. If you're listening to me on Anchor, go ahead and follow me. Call in anytime. Message me anytime. I do look forward to having a conversation, hearing what you want to hear about, because this podcast is for you as restaurant professionals. And if you're following on iTunes or Google Play, subscribe. You'll be alerted when there's a new one. Um, like I said, coffee and commute. Um, I like to just talk about whatever topic it is that's on your mind, whatever topic it is that's on my mind, and I just want to see you succeed. So I really just want to talk about what it takes to grow your restaurant, what it takes to open the doors every single day and have the, uh, you know, just have the execution of your vision of the reason why you started it. Um, a lot of people want to start a restaurant. A lot of people are interested in the idea of it. Um, it is glamorized. It does look great from the outside. Um, however, once you get into it, if you don't have any experience, you very quickly understand uh, how difficult it is. And you do uh, quickly understand all of the different challenges that it takes to own, operate, run, manage, uh, whatever it is inside of a restaurant. So I think the biggest thing that you can do is um, start by investing in your people. Um, you know, I, I, I it's very important to me um, in throughout my career um, investing in people, investing in their training, and a huge part of that is going to be training your team on what your vision is. Um, you clearly have a reason for wanting to start this business and if you come at that from the standpoint of I am going to show you what is important to me I'm going to train you you as a team are going to execute these things that are important to me and important to what this restaurant is because really a restaurant is a brand and when you have a brand, branding is very difficult because branding is essentially the perception of your customers, the perception of your guests. So while you can have a wonderful website, you can have beautifully graphic designed menu and aesthetically pleasing decor and atmosphere, at the end of the day, the entire 360 degree experience is really what is going to 
uh, establish your brand in the opinions of your guests. So what more important of a uh, brand representative than your people? Um, whether it's your server, whether it's your host, if you are a quick service restaurant, uh, then the person who's behind the counter, if you are a fast food restaurant, the person who is at the window, who is at the microphone, um, taking the order, actually interacting with the guests, and honestly, even your back-of-the-house employees play a huge role in this. Um, you know, whether it's outside of your restaurant in the community, whether it's um, when they're walking up to your restaurant, um, and honestly, it comes down to the work that they put into it. Your guests can feel that genuine um, desire to make them happy from a cook without even having to meet that cook. So it starts in the hiring process. Um, and I think that maybe on my next episode, I will specifically talk about hiring. Thank you. I'm really excited about this podcast. Have a great day. Please, again, if you're on Anchor, please feel free to call in, message me anytime. If you're on Google Play and you're on iTunes, subscribe so you know when the next episode is available. On this episode, I am going to talk about hiring for success. Welcome. My name is Mike Thorpe. I am the managing director and co-founder of Capstone Hospitality, where I focus on restaurant consulting and marketing for independent restaurants. And for me, I think one of the most crucial part of any business, let alone uh, your restaurant, um, is really your culture, your people, um, your people are what sets your culture and your guests are what decide your brand. Uh, And you, as the owner, the manager, the professional of this restaurant, um, you're the one who puts the the guardrails up and and keeps everyone moving in the same direction. So unfortunately, it would be great if we were in control of everything, but we're not. So we have to do the best we can to hire and train Um, and set the things that are important. So first and foremost, uh, restaurant owners and managers need to have a clear vision. And having that clear clear vision um, defined and able to easily be explained um, to employees, to potential employees during interviews is absolutely crucial. And that's where, for me, the hiring process uh, is so important. The training program, the training process, should begin during the interview. Before an employee is hired, they need to understand what the expectations are as far as uh, the expectations of the job, but then the expectations of how they are going to help you to reach your vision and to reach the reason why you started this restaurant. And if you're not the ones doing these interviews, then your managers or your department heads need to understand and be able to clearly define and communicate that as well. So in that interview process, explaining the actual job that they'll be doing and those expectations, and then giving them a framework and an idea of understanding what your uh, culture is like in your restaurant and then what your brand is to the guest. 
So once you've defined that, and once you can articulate that, and you can communicate that through an interview, then your conversation is different. Um, the hiring process is so difficult because everyone walks into an interview knowing uh, that they are going to do the best that they can to make themselves look as appealing to you as possible. So it's difficult for you to, to weed through some of the people who, um, you know, they, they may be riddled with drama. They may be um, someone who has had a tough work history and they're lying about that. And you have to accept that. Now, the best thing that you can do for you is, again, communicate what you are trying to accomplish inside of your four walls and how they're going to fit into that. With practice, you will start to intuitively see and intuitively understand, listen to, listening to that gut, maybe this person doesn't fit into that. Or maybe they haven't worked in a place where culture is important, where the brand and executing my vision as an owner is important. So it takes a lot of practice, but the best thing that you can do is to do this and not just follow in line with your typical questions. If you're gonna ask somebody, how do you feel about teamwork? What do you think their answer is gonna be? I feel great. <laughs> Everyone likes teamwork. Um, but that doesn't mean that they can execute that and that doesn't mean that that's the exact framework of what your vision is. So uh, that's where the process begins. And if you lay that foundation in the interview process, then the next step is going to be during your training program. If your training program doesn't map towards that same vision, then you need to go back to the drawing board. And I know that it's difficult because you have a group of ace servers on your team who probably train, or ace cooks or bartenders who probably train your new hires, and you put a lot of trust in them. But if you don't have a set training program, a set system in place that is going to give you a systematic approach on every single person's position on how they're going to execute whatever it is that you want to for your guests, then you need to step back and reevaluate that. And if you think about it from the standpoint of starting the conversation in the interview and going from interview into training, if your training program matches that map to the vision that you shared and to the culture that you shared, then that's reinforced with that employee. Instead of it just being a saying that's slapped up on the wall that everyone walks past a hundred times and it's not embedded in the culture, if it is embedded in the training program after you've already said, hey, this is important to me as the owner, the manager, the operator, the department head, whatever it is, and then you see that reinforced in the training program, and that's difficult because training is basically systematic. It's how to accomplish the task. And this is where it gets really important for hospitality professionals and really important for restaurants because there is a clear difference between a task, which is service, and then hospitality, which is how you make somebody feel. Clear difference in that. Hospitality is something that is felt service is something that is given. They're both important, but you have to set yourself apart from just having good service. Good service is keeping the drink full, having the food hot when it's supposed to be hot, delivering things in a timely manner. Those are all specifics and those need to be in the training program. 
But what is unbelievably important and is such an intangible is hospitality. How to make guests feel welcome. And if that is a continuous conversation all the way from the interview into the training program, into the verification after training is done, and that employee, that new employee, sees the different areas in which specific people are being hospitable to your guests, it's reinforced and it's in there. And it's in there for good. Now, of course, we're human. We let up on things. We get comfortable. But the fact is, the foundation is there. And when somebody strays a little bit, it is easier when you have a solid foundation to be able to bring somebody back. So you are establishing a hospitality culture in the hiring process. Now, another thing that you have to be very, very aware and very, very careful of is sometimes people, they just don't cut it. And that's hard to accept. So if you have a culture where you have trainers who are executing your vision, you have a staff who is positive and they are hospitable and they are guest focused, they're going to be able to detect and sense when you have someone who joins your team who doesn't share those values. Because again, like we talked about earlier, in the hiring process, everyone's trying to make themselves look good. Everyone is trying to put on the best version of themselves that they can, and that's hard to go through. But it's incredibly important that you identify as soon as possible when somebody does not fit into that vision. Because training is expensive, and it's even more expensive to keep someone on your team after training for an extended period of time who shouldn't be there. It's a very hard thing to do, but you have to identify it as quickly as possible. For me as a consultant, when I am talking to a client, I always promise that I am going to be as forthright and truthful as quickly as possible. Because if I'm not, then we're slowing things down and we're wasting time and I'm wasting my client's money. And you need to look at it from the same standpoint with new hires. If you have someone who you hire and you sense that they're negative, you sense that they are a bad apple and they're bringing others down around them, or if your team is letting you know, then you need to observe as quickly as possible and you need to get to the root of it. Because as soon as you do, you can address it. You can address it specifically. Now, I don't believe in coming down with a hammer. I don't believe in dropping bombs. I believe in coaching up or coaching out. And basically what that is, is I'm going to have a conversation with you. I'm going to start feeling out whether you are coachable or you're not. Because if you're coachable, then I'm going to coach you up to greatness. And if you're not, then I'm going to try and coach you out of my business as quickly as possible. And that may sound crass, but there are plenty of other places where these people can go find jobs, where they can be order takers, they can be whatever it is. Uh, they can be a part of a negative culture. So as soon as you identify that, you have the ability to go ahead and, and move on. Um, it's unbelievably important. Being quick, being nimble, being able to identify that is, it's tough, but it will be very crucial for you in your people moving forward. When you look at the people who are there executing what you are asking them to every single day and putting in that effort that you are putting in every single day, you want to reward them by having other great people next to them. And that will be a snowball effect and you will continue to get great people. Um, it's difficult, I know. It is a tough environment to work in. 
Um, but it all starts from this hiring and training process and the ability to uh, identify those who don't fit into the culture and move on from them. So when we're talking about the specifics of training programs, I think that every training program should be geared towards at least an hour to two hours of uh, orientation, if you will, um, to talk about culture and talk about the specifics of the job. If you have somebody who understands these things at the beginning, then that's perfect. If you have somebody, let's say it's a server and you're training a server, and this server uh, has a training classroom, um, which I firmly believe in having a training classroom before they're on the floor, even for their first shift on the floor, so that one, they can learn the names of all the menu items, they can understand at least a basic, uh, under, have a basic understanding of what is inside of all of the menu items, and a basic understanding of the steps of service. So now this person is armed with all of these knowledge, all of this knowledge on day one on the floor. Because if you sit down in your restaurant and, or you follow and pay attention to a server or a host or a bartender or a cook on day one, it's always awkward and it's almost always a waste of time and money because that person is trying to learn on the fly while someone else is teaching them in the middle of it. And that can be very uncomfortable and very difficult, especially for a server to the guests. So having that basic knowledge up front after having that classroom at the beginning to understand, hey, this is what this blueprint is going to look like. You are going to see these different steps from this blueprint. Um, included in that would be a follow-up with a manager, a follow-up with a key employee, a department head, whoever it may be, um, almost every day just so you can talk about the intangibles because it's so easy to get caught up in the black and white um, service task oriented features of a training program. It's difficult and I do think that being able to continue the conversation of hospitality or having a trainer who can specifically point out certain things that they did to make their guests feel welcome and feel comfortable. And let me be very clear. Hospitality is not only for fine dining or uh, upper casual dining. It is something that can be rooted and it can something that can be something that makes a huge difference in every single level of well, business really, but specifically for restaurants. If you have a drive-through restaurant and you have someone who is hospitable and who is nimble and who is willing to adapt to the guest on the other side of that microphone without even having to make contact uh, visually, and you can feel that warmth and you can feel that willingness to, I'm here for whatever you need and whatever you're going to throw at me, I'm going to do the best that I can to serve you as my guest. If you have that at a, at a uh, quick service dining, I mean, think about this. If you are a quick service dining restaurant and your only interaction with an employee is from the order all the way through down the line of making whatever it is they choose to the register, you have a very short window of time to make an impact on a guest experience. And if it is just nothing but task oriented, you are relying solely on the food and that never succeeds. 
If you were a restaurant and you rely solely and only on the quality of food, almost never succeeds. You have to have the intangible of hospitality. So I want you to take that and think about that from the beginning and think about that from the process. From the process of the beginning. So reflect on it. Think about the difference of hospitality and service and what your vision either was when you began the restaurant. What was it that that lit that fire under you that you said, I want to have this restaurant? What are you passionate about? And then take that and look at it from a culture standpoint. Look at it from a how can I communicate what my vision is to every single employee and how can I map that through the training program? Now, if you're open, if you're a restaurant that's already open and you are behind and you are facing the daily grind that I know every single one of you do and it feels like an overwhelming task to tackle something like that, I understand. I am 100% empathetic to that because it's hard. And every single day you are faced with fire after fire after fire. Your doors open at a certain time and after that, it's all out the window. You're at the, the mercy of your guests and of your business. It's hard to develop these kinds of things. And I totally get that. But at the same time, you're going to be spinning wheels for a very long time if you are the only one who understands what your vision is and what you are trying to accomplish. And it takes time. It is a process. It takes investing in individual people. It takes identifying people that shouldn't be inside of your building. And that is a hard thing to come to grips with. Sometimes your most talented person may have an attitude that is just the worst. And if you can't coach that person up through that, then you have to make that decision on coaching them out. For me, talent, I have learned through experience that talent does not trump attitude. Because attitude is contagious. Talent is really, honestly, only in the hands of that individual person. If they want to come in with a bad attitude and they don't want to give everything that they can within their talent, then what good is the talent? So identifying that from the hiring process is so important and and mapping it from the back, from backwards, moving forwards where you're at today, where you want to be, what your original vision was, is it the same as it is today? What's important to you as the owner, as the manager, as the department head? And how can you effectively communicate that to your current employees and to your future employees? Thank you for so much for listening to my coffee and commute conversation about hiring, uh, basic conversation about culture and hospitality. There's so much more to get into on these topics, but I think that from the hiring standpoint and the training standpoint is a great way to start the conversation. Listen, if you're on Anchor, please, please, please call into my station. Send me a message. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know if you have any other questions. If you want me to get more specific on a certain topic, iTunes, Google Play, go ahead and subscribe so you know when the next episodes are up. And please, have a great day, and I wish you the best of luck. The audio you just heard was recorded in Anchor. 
Learn more at anchor.fm.